You can't see my hand movements. I can't see. You can't see my hand movements. What if I want to, like, explain how sperm works? I can't (laughs) show you with my hands. Ladies and gentlemen, welcoming back to your ear holes, your hosts for the Basically Being Better podcast, Rachel and Abby. Hey everyone and welcome back to Basically Being Better. I'm Rachel. And I'm Abby. And this is weird because we're not in the same room. It's so weird. I like, and I can't, like, we don't, I don't have videos, I can't see you. I know, I know. Oh my gosh, guys, bear with us. This is our um, first episode being recorded when we're both in isolation because of COVID-19. We talked about it last week and here we are. It happened. It happened. So, bear with us because... (laughs) This is new. We don't know what we're doing. I know. I can't read your expressions to find out if I'm, like, on the right track or not. I know. You can't see my hand movements. I can't see. You can't see my hand movements. What if I want to, like, explain how sperm works? I can't (laughs) show you with my hands. Oh, man. And there was (laughs) so many great little diagrams and, like, animated stuff in this documentary that we're going to talk about today, too. Should we say what we're going to talk about? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Okay, so we watched this episode on Netflix because who else is watching Netflix? It's one of the <laughs> it's one of the six six explained um ones on birth control. Yeah, it was great. I am so jazzed to talk about this. Yeah, <laughs> fantastic, and. What a way to start off talking about the birth control. Birth control, woohoo. Um, have segments before we get into it. Yes, also, so, side note. Oh, uh, side note. Side note. Did you go to one of the comedy gigs where John O sung his birth control song? Yeah, I went to the one, the, um, the one at where they were, it was a fundraiser or something. Oh, yes, uh, yes, yeah. Man, because now I've got that song stuck in my head. I feel like we should put it in, that, like, he should record it and put it in this episode just so that we have, like, some reference for our listeners. It could be our end song this week. <gasps> oh, please make that happen. Okay, so when Jono comes home from his 12-hour or more shift, I'll get him to do that. <laughs> He's in an essential service, people, so he is not around. Unfortunately. (laughs) Anyway, segment. Okay, segment. Okay, I know you've been waiting for ages when I told you I had a recent reco and then I didn't tell you for two weeks. Yeah, because then we got distracted by something last week and we never got to it. Yeah. So now I'm renaming it A Blast from the Past. Yes. And, um... Someone's getting a message. Yeah, I think it, I'm going to turn my phone to flight mode. It might stop that happening. Cool. Sorry. No, that's all good. I was okay. just like, is it, is it me? 
No. Um, I didn't get one. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I'm not loved. <laughs> Who's getting a message? I don't know. I could yell at Peter, but I won't. <laughs> not necessary. In the other room. I don't think it's that. that. Anyway, no, sorry. Okay, blast from the past. So, I told you a couple of weeks ago that I did some exercise. Yes. This is quite shocking. And when I say exercise, like, I do yoga and I go walking and I do that fun, low-key stuff all the time because I love it. That's my jam. But I wanted some, like, high-intensity, like, exercise. Were you in your your follicular phase when you were doing this high-intensity workout? Do you know what? I wasn't. Uh, no, I wasn't. This was like a this couple was before of before our uh, workout chat. But anyway, yeah, sorry, I keep interrupting. No, all good. All is relevant. <laughs> anyway, so Jono brought me a game from the secondhand store for like five dollars it's for the Wii um gaming console uh and it's called just dance and i don't oh, yeah. know if anyone's played this before but i like my friend and i used to play like play this all the time through uni her sister had it and we somehow commandeered it and had it in our flat and so it's like this dancing game and you just follow the moves that are happening on the screen and you get um, points if you get it right. And they're really, really hard, like yeah. really hard. I was sweating. I did it for half an hour <laughs> and I was dripping in sweat. And I messaged my friend, I'm like, can you remember how hard this was? She's like, yes, that was all we did to work out. Like, <gasps> it's such a good workout. Oh, my God, I've never done that. It sounds amazing. It is so much fun because you're just dancing and it's so much fun. Oh, man. Well, that's awesome. You've got, like, your workout plans for the whole of this self-isolation business. I know. It's so great. I'm going to crank it out tomorrow. I'm in the mood for some high-intensity workout. (laughs) I'm in my my follicular, so So you're good. That's awesome. I have another comment of this whole thing is that commandeer is one of my favorite words. <laughs> and I feel that's a throwback to uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Because... Oh my gosh, yes! <laughs> I was just thinking you going to say Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> of course I'm saying Pirates of the Caribbean. One of my all-time favorite movies. So great. So great, and that's when I learned what common learned what commandeer was, and I have never stopped using it since. It's so satisfying to slip into a conversation. Exactly. Oh man, God. it's like nonsensical, which is yes. a fantastic word. Oh man, so great. Because it kind of sounds like testicle as well, which makes me giggle, and then it's actually <laughs> nonsensical, and I just <laughs> I just love it. It's just the best word. It's probably one of the best words, like top five, definitely. Exactly, and it sounds like uh, what it means, which is yes. even better. It just sums it up. Oh, anyway, <laughs> that's my blast from the past, guys. I highly recommend it. I'm so glad you got to share it, finally. Finally, yeah, I finally remembered. <laughs> 
All right. So my quick question for you, Rachel, is, hey, Rachel, quick question. We are currently on day two of our alert level for COVID-19 uh, isolation. How are you going? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Not. We had a bit of a debrief before we started recording. Yeah. <laughs> I'm slightly crazy already. You're slightly crazy already. It's going to be a long four weeks if you're already crazy. I know. I know. I think the main reason I've gone a bit crazy is because, and we did talk about this, is because of the way that we're like being managed now that we're not in the office. Yeah, our remote working is not like, they're just not used to it, having no. them remotely work. So I don't think they've quite worked out how to um, manage people. No, definitely not. I'm definitely feeling like I'm not being trusted. And That's I don't annoying. like that. Very yeah. annoying. And I know yeah. there's probably some of my own underlying issues involved in why I'm feeling like that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll get over it. It's only day two. Um. Yeah. How are you going? Well, I'm loving it. I love the commute. Very simple. The roll out of bed. You're good to go. Roll out of bed, put a couple more layers on. I do a yoga and then I have breakfast and then I'm at my desk ready to go. It's so easy. It's so easy. I had a few teething issues because the cat water fountain uh, kept making me need to pee. Yes. Have you resolved them? Yeah, I just put headphones on and started listening to music. (laughs) <laughs> Sweet. yeah and the uh, other thing is just the cat in general kind of just a distraction yeah fair enough, fair enough. but she's but, cute so I allow it yeah I wish I had a cat right now <laughs> quite good quite yeah good. oh I've got one more gripe about oh, this okay. working from home thing yes and that is like, we're not in the office, but I'm feeling more connected than ever to these people that I don't even really talk to on a daily basis. Yeah. And it's not necessarily people you want to be connected to. <laughs> no, no. And I'm really struggling with that because I don't really like people. So. <laughs> well, the first day, yesterday morning, I just had, like, I've got my work phone and then my phone and then I've got emails and stuff coming in on my computer. I had and I have, because everyone went into isolation yesterday, so, like, everybody's on their social media, so I'm like, how are you handling it? How are you handling it? So all my friends who are over in the North Island and other parts of New Zealand are, like, texting me at the same time. They're Snapchatting. I've got you on Snapchat, Messenger, WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> I know, we had multiple conversations, though. <laughs> it was tough. And then I have you and then I have everybody in like three different group chats and it was uh-huh. like I didn't get any work done until about eleven o'clock because of all the chats I was handling. Like I was like, I need someone to handle my social media while I I know. Oh <laughs> the social media was out of control yesterday morning. I yeah. yeah. Oh, I was tired just from that. Oh dear! But then I after after I managed to just like put my phone down and got into a rhythm, it was actually okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. That's good. But oh. I'm I'm uh, excited to have chats in the future about how we're going with this. I know we're just going to have to. Um, it will be an evolving thing. Each week we will 
either be worse or better. Yeah, I think the it's so like around the world, everybody's sort of like in the same boat. So yeah. it's kind of interesting to see because like some people have been isolating for longer, some people have been have only been just been told all that sort of thing, and like a lot of stuff on my Instagram is about like how to be productive while you're in isolation and all those sorts of things and then the people take the opposite end of the spectrum and like why do we need to be productive in isolation let's take this time to relax and blah 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 and yeah. it's like it's a lot there's definitely a lot I think you know, what? Uh, I was going to say I kind of just like need to like take a day off like just turn my phone off and just like yeah not deal with all of the information that's coming at me. Yeah, I feel that too hard. There's just a lot. And I feel like everyone's got these really high, like, high-frequency feelings going on. Mm. It's a lot to handle. Definitely. The vibes were just have been intense, like, the last week. So intense. Like, like yeah. it would have been good. Like, I know you can't plan, oh, we'll go into isolation on a Friday, but it, but it would have been really good to, for it to, to have been a weekend first, have a break, and then, like, for me personally anyway, I think I would have done better starting on a Monday, starting afresh, having a break from that, oh, intensity. Yeah, and the just the, the environment was just so toxic on the last couple of days before we went into isolation, so yeah. it was just... Didn't help yeah. at all. No. But all. anyway. <laughs> anyway. Do you want a positive story for the day? Uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, the listeners probably won't know this because I haven't talked about it, but uh, probably, yep, it was over a month ago now, um, someone crashed into Jono. He was fine. It was really minor, but they ripped the front bumper off and obviously car couldn't be driven without it. And the car was booked in to get fixed on Monday but then shutdown happened so we're it's still not fixed and we won't get it fixed till after all the all the lockdowns over. Um but and we were having to pay our excess because they hadn't figured out who was to blame, even though it was the other lady. We knew that but there were no witnesses. Mm. But today I got a phone call from the lady at AA and she's like, just ring in to let you know that you don't no longer have to pay your excess. So uh, when you go in, just drop the car off and then they'll forward the bill to us. Oh my gosh, it's so exciting. I know. So they decided that you guys were right. Well, they must have done. I was so like shocked that I didn't ask. Now I'm like, damn it, I want to know now if that's why or if it's just like... Good faith, or I don't know. Or is it like a do being that. nice to everybody who's in lockdown? Yeah, I don't know. Don't know. Oh, because it was just so obvious that it was the other lady's fault. She just, like... So she, obvious. She just realised she was just yeah. in her own world. I'm pretty sure that's what, have hap- what would have happened, but just saved herself 500 bucks, which was really nice. That's such a nice good news story. Yeah. Let's just bring oh, it up another man. Is that just like our new secret? Good news stories. Good news stories. Oh, we, we got could blast do this. the past. Good news stories. Oh, I'm excited. We're just mixing it up left, right, and center. Self isolation made us very creative. 
Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Um, okay, I have an instant and then should we chat? Okay. I mean, we're chatting already, but you know. Like... <laughs> Hit me with it. Okay, so this is from at Marie Filio, Um And it's really simple, really short. I shouldn't trip up on it. And it says, no problem is permanent. Oh, that is nice. That is a good thing to think. Yeah, I think it's quite relevant to the current situation. Mm. No problem is permanent. No. I like that. That's one of those things you have on a post-it note at your desk, like I have. A yes. And just like every time I have like, oh, a brain meltdown, be like, yeah. no problem is permanent. Either a post-it note or a tattoo on your wrist. <laughs> <laughs> if I had tattooed on my wrist all the things oh, I've been like, changing my mind about, I would have no wrist left. No, neither. Be black. Yeah, it would be my whole arm covered. I'd have a sleeve, a sleeve of inspirational words. But how cool would that be? I'm actually down for that. Yeah, it would be pretty, pretty <laughs> rad. <laughs> I've not been rad in my life. <laughs> Honey, I don't know if I've used it. Um, I feel like it would have to be a certain sort of person. <laughs> Talking about getting a sleeve, using words like rad. Hmm. <laughs> oh dear. Day two. Purple hair, like. <laughs> Imagine what day 30 is going to be like. Oh. oh gosh. We have to record an episode on day 30 to see how we feel. Yeah, we do. Like a whole recap. Yeah. Oh. If, we're still in our, if we still have to stay in isolation as well, because it's like yeah. four weeks at. And then they reassess. Yeah. So who knows? What a just an interesting time to be alive. It is. Like this is going to be in the history books and we're living it. How nice. <laughs> How nice. <laughs> I've always wanted to be part of history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see what happens. Oh whoa, just blew my own mind just then. Because we're <laughs> always gonna be part of history because we're like Time passes. Oh, snap. Time. What is time? Oh, dear. Okay, should we get into this? Yes, we should. Okay, we're talking about the birth control episode Sex Explained Netflix. Woo-hoo. Just to remind you. So it's like that, Um, what do we do? The mind explained, but it's, yes. it's sex explained. Yeah. And I really enjoyed this episode. Me too. I... <laughs> like just thought yes this is just exactly what everything we've discussed in the past about birth control it's just said it so succinctly i know it was really good really good short snappy 24 minutes easy watch for minutes just like that done done really it good was, yeah i mean there was a couple of things that i was like well i would like to explore this more or like mm. didn't bring up something but Otherwise, like it, it was a good foundational episode. Yes, agree. I think because it was so short, it meant that it couldn't go into things in more detail. Like mm. I could have watched that for two hours. Let's be real. Mm. Well, there is that um that movie that's going to come out in the yes. business of uh birth control. I think it's called yes. or something like that. 
cannot wait for that. That looks really good. If you follow on Instagram, in the biz of it, um, or maybe it's just the biz of, oh, I should have known. I should have checked this before I started talking about it. One of those, those, it's about, yeah, it looks like they're going to do like a real in-depth, like, I don't know, investigation into the pill and stuff like that, which is really cool. Yeah, it's exciting. Very mm. exciting. Um, at the start of it, I'm like, how do I say this? So at the start of the episode, I nearly lost my... I business. know, right? I had to do... I had to, like, control myself and not message you. I know, same. <laughs> So last week, guys, I don't know if you remember, but Abby asked, why do cartoon hearts, like how we draw love hearts, look like bums? And then we had a great chat, and then we wanted to know how the shape even came about. And then they like touched on it. Like a heart. And, and all the stuff, we're like, why is the heart the thing? And oh my gosh, the start of the episode literally was, our mo- our modern day heart shape. Where did it come from? Like it was like, oh, oh. I'm like, this is going to be a good episode. <laughs> like, yeah, has my attention. Yeah, I literally wrote in my notes. Heart shape. What? This is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I know, so great. But the only downside is they didn't really know how it came about to be the like universal symbol of love. Yeah, they just but... said. said it thought to have come about from uh, the shape of this pod that was used in um, Greece uh, yeah. that was used as contraceptive. Yeah. Just shaped like a heart and they used it to stop having babies when they had sex. So that's exciting. No explanation of... why it's shaped like a bum though. No. No. It didn't. Didn't go into that. That's a shame. <laughs> no, that was very cool. I just sent you I love heart. Oh, <laughs> an upside down thumb. A pulsing bum as well, which brings me to the next thing that I wrote down in my book, which yeah. was um, horses' vulvas wink when they're I... like ovulating. <laughs> what the hell, man? Yeah, that was like quite a confronting image. I know. I can't believe, like, I can't believe that popped up on the screen. I know. Well, the whole first, like, five minutes is cat having sex. So. Yeah. <laughs> like, did they film this or did they just Google cats having sex? Well, the whole sex explained thing does feel like a lot of just Google searched videos <laughs> of, like, different things. Yeah. And then they obviously have the interviews with people, but then like the rest of the stuff's like (laughs) Google everything mashed together. Yeah, but I like it. I like the format. Yeah, Um, but the the reason why they showed the horses (laughs) while I was winking is because they were making a point (laughs) that other mammals show signs winking. Like. Quite horrifying, to be honest. No. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Anyway, I couldn't cope with it. I, I, I was not prepared. Neither. 
I should have had like a disclaimer at the beginning of the um, episode. <laughs> you will see. Vulva wanking. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did they Google that? Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm so. Wanking vulva. <laughs> don't Google it. Everyone, don't Google it. Terrifying. You can. It looks so what you see. <laughs> I'm not Google it. That. You. I was I was already confronted with the photo. Oh, you could just watch the episode and be able to yourself. Just be prepared. Yeah, you're prepared now. The whole screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, but, what were you saying? I was going to say to give it content. The point where they um, showed us that was that because other mammals show signs of ovulation and of when they're ovulating, and humans don't. So we're like. The odd ones in that in that uh, case, but I'm pleased. I'm pleased we are. Yeah, I would prefer if people. No, I'm not even gonna say it. I can't do it. No, no. <laughs> okay, should we move along now? Yeah. So the other bit of it starts talk about how like birth control has been around for ages, and how like condoms were like used to be made out of animal intestines, and then women used. To Put like random shit out their vaginas just to try and stop having babies. And like I mean, literally li- shit. Exactly, literally shit. Like, what was it? Like crocodile dung and like yeah. something else. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember. All I remember is that in Egypt they use crocodile dung. All that That's tells all me stuff. is that women for a very long time have been very desperate to have no children. Yeah. Yeah. And that was like brought up later in the um, in the episode as well, and how women continue to or choose to take hormonal birth control and put up with the side effects, so to ensure that they don't get pregnant. Yeah, I think it's like not getting pregnant is worth getting a little sicker. Yes. Yeah. And even like doctors and. The thing is, nobody actually knows how much sicker you are going to get on the birth control. Like, your side effects will be different to someone else's, so it's so difficult to tell when you take a contraceptive, hormonal contraceptive, what that's going to do to your body. Yeah, you can't preempt how it's going to affect you. Yeah, because everybody's different. Mm, very, very true. But, back to the opening, loved how they were like, it's been 60 years since the pills are uh, bought out. Shouldn't we, shouldn't it be better by now? Yeah. Shouldn't what? it? Shouldn't it? Why are we still putting up with this? Like, why is it okay? Yeah. Oh, it was such a good episode because it was very, like, it goes into the whole, you know, how we always bring up that, like, birth control, like, it needs to be informed consent, you need to know the full extent of the risk before you are given it, like, you can't just be given it and said, this will stop you having babies and no other information. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was summed up quite nicely by that poor lady that had a horrific experience. Yeah. She's like, we need the information in order to determine what risk we are willing to take. Mm. But without that information, we're not making... Was not an informed decision. Yeah, no. Someone else, like doctors or whoever, is advising you to take whatever you're taking. 
or doing whatever you're doing um, shouldn't be the person who chooses what level of risk you're going to put your body in under or yeah. into. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I really like was the way it described ovulation and the pictures and oh. how it like talked about I don't know all the hormones that you have your three your four main hormones and how they affect your egg and how your egg like your follicles develop and then one get picked and it, and oh it was just so clearly explained yeah the like the visual imaging oh what what's it called I can't remember but anyhow that's what I've got the like what they put together to demonstrate how everything works was so good mm. so good and so yeah. helpful yeah if you have ever been like I don't know how my body works in terms of ovulation watch this episode because it would be like ah okay that's what everybody means yeah so good because like Obviously, we've had it explained to us in, like, every single one of those period manual books that we've read, like, multiple times. But this was, like, the first time that it just, like, just took everything really simply, but, like, also brought it all in. And then now I feel like I can go back and read those books and be, like, a lot more knowledgeable about what I'm actually, like, it'll be easier to read the book version. Yeah, because you can, like, visualize it now. Yeah. Hmm. It kind of just pulled together all of the diagrams that we've seen in these other books, but turned them into like I can't think of a bloody word. Like <laughs> mo- moving images. What am I trying to say? I don't know. Animated. Animated. <laughs> An animated diagram. Animated. I love that. That was beautiful. Oh, my brain I is give me something way more high tech. No. It was real simple, and I could feel it, but I couldn't see the word. You could feel the word. Day two, my brain is mush. Well, you've got the weekend. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Uh, what else stood out to you? Um, oh, so much. It was just really good. It was a really good kind of <laughs> history of the development of hormone. Her, her, hormonal birth control and like going through um negative side effects but also like um the like the cases against certain companies that had like um yes the um yes birth control pill yes and like, then also oh no yeah the Yaz thing was very interesting because they still, that's one of the most common ones in New Zealand. I know. I still remember when it came out in New Zealand. Oh, yeah. I, I was on it for like a month. It didn't, wasn't any good for you? Uh, it was expensive. Uh, yeah. See, that's what I remember. I remember like, I think one of my friends at the time went on it. She's like, it's expensive, but like it worked for her. Yeah, but, well, it worked for me too, and that's why I went to a cheap version of it called Yasmin or something. But uh-huh. but um, I I only was on that for another six months, and then I went on to the mini pool. But um, it went like two months. But it was like it was 
fine, but you are, yeah, like, I didn't know, I was not told about all these lawsuits and, like, shit that went down in the, the US with it. Yeah, it's crazy. So, basically, with years, the difference between years and other um, pill options is that the synthetic progesterone that's in it is called DRSP, and so... Um, birth control as it is triples your chance of blood clots but then because it's got this DRSP in the Yaz um, pill it tripled your chance of blood clots on top of that again so I think it was in like 2015 or something the maker of Yaz settled close to like 10,000 claims for you in US for women that got blood clots from taking um, Yaz, the Yaz pill Mm. Yeah, it was like it. That's like a lot, and then because that, why do they get to keep selling it? Like I don't understand. Yeah, well, it kind of talked about that a little bit later on when it talked about the how there's all like decades of studies done on a male um contraceptive pill. Yeah, and they talked about how they've got to weigh up the um the risk of taking the pill or taking whatever the medication is versus the alternative of not taking it and the risk of so if someone wasn't taking the pill and they were to get pregnant and then their risk of blood clots when being pregnant is high anyway and the risk of being on years and not getting pregnant your risk of blood clots was lower than being pregnant and so I think that's why they didn't go into it too much detail, but I think that's why it's still allowed to be sold. Yeah. And there's other products with the D whatever it is in it. So there's like multiple. How are you supposed to know? Exactly. Exactly. How? Uh, yeah. I think the main message that I got from this, which I kind of already knew anyway, but it just honed it in, was that, Anything that you're putting in your body, and one of the ladies said this, is going to change how your body is operating or working. No matter what it is, it's going to. But you need to know how it's going to affect you. And you need to be asking those questions of, okay, what's in this? What are the side effects? Are there any cases of blah, 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 X, Y, Z, whatever? Just showed me that you really do have to ask these questions. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, I think it did something like no one, not everyone has the same choice about like the type or variety of birth control they get. Like, yes, if you're in a developing country or if you're don't have the same sort of access to it as other people, then you just got what there is, and if you don't know the risk fully or you're not told the risk fully then you have so much less of a choice about what you're putting in your body and how that's going to affect you yeah exactly exactly but then the whole thing basically boils down to women having to be the ones to carry babies so they have to be the ones that determine have to be the one who take on those risks as well because like men although that it takes two to tango they don't have to deal with the whole like growing a person inside the situation no 
No, exactly. Ultimately, and I, yeah, ultimately, it is the female's responsibility. It's. It shouldn't be, though. No, no, it shouldn't be. But, and not that it is, I said that, how I said that's not what I meant. Um, Like, ultimately, the female tends to make those decisions because the risk is on her. Yeah. Like she has to she has to live with the consequences. Yes. Like the male does as well, but not to the same extent. Yeah, because you don't the male don't have to have a child growing inside of them. Like they don't have to put all their bodily nutrients into something that is no. going to like live in them for nine months. Like Exactly. Exactly. But because uh, they said fifty-five uh, percent of men are willing to do some form of like, I think it was birth, uh, like birth control of some. Yeah. yeah. Um, but even still, more women get their tubes tied than men getting their uh, what is it called? Vasectomy. Vasectomy. There we go. I know. That surprised me. But that gel sounded kind of like legit. Oh, yeah, how they inject it in and it stops the sperm from connecting up. Yeah. Yeah, and then you just inject, I like, just, what do you call it? Dissolvent? Dissolvent. And then you're all good to go again, so you don't have to actually, like, but that's in India again. And oh my gosh, India has a non-hormonal pill that you only have to take once a week. But only in India because it's the only place that's had human trials and got through all the hoops that you need to get through to um, for things Go to come right. Yeah, this blew my mind. It blew my mind too. But also what blows my mind is that the pill that we have has jumped through all the hoops and like... If if there is something out better out there, like surely it can jump through the hoop. I know it's quite worrying, but is it because it managed to get through all those years ago and it's been on the market for so long that it's just considered acceptable? Yeah, because they did say like it's easier to remarket the same formula than go go through, through the hoop with a new formula. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know if I if they said this in the um, episode or if I've read it somewhere, but I think the pill was the main cause for, you know, those pamphlets that are included in boxes of, like, your prescription for anything, and it does list, like, the side effects and all those things, and it's, like, tiny, tiny print and you can't even read it, you know, those little leaflets? Yeah. I think the pill was the first... Um, item to have those included because there were so many side effects well that's interesting mm. interesting yes isn't that a warning sign in itself i know i just i just so oh the whole situation just blows my mind i know i don't know it just makes me quite yeah angry and- uh, yeah, well, that's the thing. There, there was parts of this that made me angry, like the women in Puerto Rico who were the first yes. people to take the pill, and they didn't even realise they were the first people to take the pill. They were didn't 
they didn't even get told that they were an experiment, like, the, and the side effects. Like, three people died. They, like, had such severe side effects, and they were totally unaware that they were being used as guinea pigs for this pill. Like, that's just, ah. Oh. It's so wrong. So wrong. And these women didn't find out till like, something like decades later when, yeah. like, um, when someone was doing, like, a documentary on it and told them. It's just horrifying. Yeah. yeah, the whole that's I think if we watch this like uh the business of the pill movie, we're gonna be like horrified the whole time. It's gonna be a true cost yeah. situation all over again. Yeah, I think so. I think so too. <laughs> and like the other thing is like we've read we've read this stuff before. We we know that um things weren't done the right right way. But it's another thing like hearing it and hearing like, um people Seeing people like yeah, to associate with face. it, yeah. When she was told that she was like that it had been tried on anyone else before she had it, it was like, Oh, you were like, You poor soul, mm. poor you were not told anything. Awful. Um, it also went into the IUD, which was cool because on a um, often I get like focused in on the pill, and like the IUD is. Another kettle of fish, which was quite interesting. Yeah. And that um, that one IUD that was trialed and it just, like had all these problems, and then they had this huge lawsuit, and that was discontinued in the US, and then they just shipped all the stuff off to another country, and the poor woman there had way less of a choice, so they took on this horrible, horrible IUD that was like ruining them. I know it's awful. Absolutely but then, awful. but then, then like <laughs> it told us the story, and then it was like, but the but the latest IUD, like the IUD that everybody uses now, is 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 safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they like made that such a point too. Oh, yeah. that one because I think it was called the Dalkin Shield. That's um, the one. It looked terrifying. Oh yeah, I would not want that. Up Neither. There. Because oh. that goes past, because it goes into your uterus, so you have to get through the cervix, and that's like a really, really small hole. I feel. Did you go in the wrong way? Oh, I feel so ill. Like, <laughs> I don't like the idea of things like the IUD or like the rod. I don't like the idea of them. I don't like the idea of something being like stuck inside me. So I struggle <laughs> with it to begin with. But then when you see that. Thing, that Dalkin shield. It looks terrifying. Yeah, it was basically like, like a big plastic, like um, I don't know how to how, how what am I trying to say? It was just like it literally was like a huge shield mm. that like it's like <laughs> spiky in but yeah, it looked awful. Oh. But the basic the be all and end all of it was that the thing the string attached to it was too thick and like bacteria could like crawl up it and into your mm. uterus and infect your uterus and then like this the one lady that I interviewed when she 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 um was part of the lawsuit I think she um she comed because of the of the infection it was given her and she'd been mm. to the doctor multiple times and the doctor obviously had some sort of 
um, racial biased as well and just kept telling her she had a sexually transmitted disease and it was like, or infection, and it was like, actually, no, it's the thing you put inside me. Yeah. Yeah, and she said that she went into this coma for like a couple of days and then she woke up and they'd taken out her um, uterus. They didn't take out the IUD, they just took out her whole uterus. I don't, and they did go into more detail whether that's all they could do, but hmm. That just reminded me of The Witcher. Oh, oh my gosh. Terrifying, right? <laughs> oh my god. I was, I was waiting like... for you to get up to that episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we watched it a couple of nights ago. I was like, stop taking out a uterus! And yeah. Yeah, that was the cost, and I was like, oh, <laughs> oh man, oh man, I can't wait till you get to the end, and then we can really discuss. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, I don't know what it was. Terrifying. I just watched the one with the dragon. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think it's only like ten episodes or something. Great TV show, by the way. If anyone's looking for something to watch on Netflix, The Witcher. Yeah, yeah very that good. Would- very good. And even though the guy in it is not my type, well, he's my type, but if he had <laughs> hair, his problem is his long hair, to be honest. The long, like, silver hair, too much. Too but, much. Too much. <laughs> too much. I'm so into long hair at the moment. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> Which is a relief, because otherwise we'd be in trouble. Yeah, would be. Um, <laughs> because the guy who plays Witcher is Superman, and I. Yeah. Fucking love Superman, um, and nobody told me that the guy that plays The Witcher is is Superman. Otherwise, I would have been oh. watching this far earlier. Oh man! So that's how I first heard about it. What the, the guy who played it was? Superman. Yes, and um, and my friend was like, "But you won't like. It will take you a while to figure out that it's actually him. But it's him. Yeah, because he just looks so different. Yeah, he does." I was like to Pete, I was like, he looks so familiar. And Pete's like, yeah, he's Superman. I'm like, no. Oh, it's all making so much more sense to me now. Oh, so funny. So anyway, funny. Side, yes, I know. Man, that's like a segment in itself throughout our whole episode. Side note. Uh, um, but oh. What else? Oh, the other thing was, uh, it, one thing it didn't get into, so it did say, like, women choose not to be on any form of hormonal, uh, any form of contraceptive, um, but oh, then it didn't, yes. even though they don't want to get pregnant, but it didn't mention anything about fertility awareness method or, uh, like, the fact that you can actually only get pregnant, like, six days of your cycle, um, and... It would have been what? Oh, I was just gonna say. Remember that guy, that old doctor, that was getting interviewed right at the start. They didn't go into fertility awareness method, but he did briefly say something like he talked about how there's only a number of days where you can get pregnant. What old guy being interviewed at the start? So briefly, so briefly. He's like this old. Um, grey-haired doctor and he was in scrubs in his office and they talked nah. to him so briefly. I think we watched a different episode to each other because <laughs> that did not exist in my episode. 
Um, I swear to God, that was not in there. Funny. Are yeah. you sure? Yeah, so brief. So brief. And what he said, I, I can't quite remember it. Watch I watched the episode again. That'd be the <laughs> third time. I remember thinking, oh, I don't know if he's got his facts right. Because he said something along the lines of once you've ovulate, you can only get, uh, you have to have sex within eight hours. Because then after that, um, your service closes up and sperm can't get through anyway. But then he did say something like, but in the lead up, no, he said, so really, if you're trying to get pregnant, you should have sex like every couple of days because sperm will hang out in the crypts until you do ovulate. I swear to God, this is not in the episode. Hold on. I'm going to have to Google. Maybe it was in another episode. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Do you know what? It was in the next episode. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) So there's like six in the series, and I think because – once if I finish this one, I just let it play the next one, which was Fertility. So that was the next one on the list that started playing. Okay. Oh, I'm like, I'm sure there was a guy. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I lied. Um, okay, I thought I was going insane. I was oh like, have I completely forgotten, like, half of the episode? So it was only 24 it. minutes long. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know. But, yeah, agreed. Um... It's like, really great. Yeah, like if if they at the if your animated bit had a little bit more about the crypts and how like this only happens at this part of the cycle, like like I really just wanted a whole episode on ovulation and the, the um the way that uh your menstrual cycle works. Same. Why can't that be one of the options? Oh dear, because that would only uh, be for women. But in the fertility episode, they do have a little animated thing showing the crypts. They do. Yeah, the crypts. It's pretty cool. (laughs) I know. Like, how did we not know about them? We just don't know anything. (laughs) Oh, dearie, dearie me. Yeah. So okay. All right. Well, maybe that. Maybe that also is part of it. We need to like watch all of the episodes. Not just maybe. It, yeah. Maybe it helps tie them together. Yeah. Oh man, I would love for there to be a ovulation explained episode. Yeah, that would be good. Just and and then maybe like explain what a regular period is. Yes. <laughs> And then, like, a, f- a fertility awareness method explained episode. Yeah, but then people would start, like, I reckon they'd be too scared to do it because, like, then they would be so, like, ca- cautious of the fact that, um, you know, how people, they don't want to give people this information to yeah. Much because, like, you need to be really, really, really informed for fertility awareness to work. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Okay, I want there to be an episode, but not on Netflix. <laughs> maybe there's like a program and they do this. Actually, I'm going to read my book first. I'm going to stop talking and read my book. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just episode over. I'm going to go read my book. 
was there anything else that stood out to you from the episode? Uh, I think that was about that was basically it. Yeah. mostly. Cool. Cool, cool, yeah, cool. there was lo- it touched on loads of stuff, but it was just like, oh, it's just a really good birth control overview. Yeah, it really was. And yeah. if you ever wondered what the hell we're talking about when we get all like, I don't know, uh, against the pill, sometimes we have our little moments. Uh, I think it really like built on what we were trying to we've been trying to say. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It all boils down to being able to make an informed decision. Yeah. Yeah. And what what you're willing to do to your body to um, prevent pregnancy. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, I think at one point it said, like, the, the side effects that the pill has, like the mood swings, the changes in libido, the um, headaches, the body, water retention, like all those sorts of things, which obviously were way worse when the uh, it first came out. They put so much that the like dosage of hormone they used was just so high. And yeah, it, it was um, like ten times what it needed to be. Yeah, but even so, like even now, those those things, depression, all those side effects that various people get when they're on various different types of hormonal contraceptive changing your sense of self and being like aware that these sorts of things are the parts that make up a person who they are so that's what's really like I don't know since I've gone off the pill and I've started really getting into this it's been like that idea that I haven't known myself for eight years because I have had this pill that's been changing my the way I think, the way I react to stuff, my um, my libido, like it's been this thing, but I've been willing, and I 100% when I was 21, there was no second way you could convince me not to be on the pill, like there was no way I was getting pregnant Yeah, like I, I said like if I get pregnant I am going to abort like there is no way I want a child There, I've got so much to do uh, there's no fucking way I'm having a child. Yeah. And, and like, it w- I, was your way of making sure it didn't happen. Yeah. And so I was prepared to, like, be a different person than who I really, like, my true self by taking this pill. But, like, I don't think I was, I was told that I needed to be prepared for that. Like, I would have been prepared if I'd been told. But because I wasn't told, like, this is going to affect you in ways that you can't, like, that will make your brain feel different from who you are, I would have been like, okay. But because I wasn't told that, I feel a little ripped off. Yeah. And I've been on the pill for as long. Yeah, no, definitely. I 100% agree. And what I get frustrated about the most is because even when I was um, so on the pill and I was making like I was doing all this research um about the pill and figuring out whether it was something I wanted to be on and I knew I didn't want to be on it um but also every time I brought it up with 
um, my doctor and I saw numerous doctors in this time and talked about anything that I'd read. They're like, oh, no, that's not true. It doesn't change your personality or anything like that or I don't see how it would be impacting your moods. Like, where have you been reading this type of thing? Like, they, I took the information that I read to them and then they told me that I was silly for thinking that it would. I think that's what frustrated me the most. Yeah, so. and it's like it's not their fault because that that's all they know as well and they probably got to where they are because they took the pill as well. But it's just like there's so much misinformation and the doctors, I think, slowly, slowly are starting to realise, like, like, come on, you can't have this many lawsuits in the US if there isn't side effects. Like, I know. Like, why are we being blind to this situation? Exactly. I really want to meet a doctor that is all over the pill and knows about the pill side effects and or just contraceptive contraceptive in general and knows them inside and out. Like Yeah. And is like if you don't want a baby, take this pill. It will work. However, be aware, you will be changing your sense of self. There are things that will change your libido. You potentially could have all of these side effects, depression or uh, mood swings or whatever it is, headaches. Like, these are all potential side effects. Uh, bleeding for an extended period of time. Like, one of the girls on the TV, on the on this episode said that. And I was like, hey, yo. And when you tell your healthcare professional about it they just like I just got shrugged off and it's just frustrating because you're like this is not something that should be happening to me like come on be a little bit concerned (laughs) yeah I know I know it's that getting brushed off like shrugged off Mm. oh that is so infuriating when you know it's not right you know your own body yeah (sighs) oh Yeah, it is just the uh, yeah the idea that um, these things like the mood swings and the and the libido and the depression and things do change who you are. Like yeah, like a hundred percent. They can't not exactly. So it's it's not just like you'll have side effects. It's like you are going to be a different person. Mm. Exactly. And when you come off. Hey, enjoy the ride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I know, I just always, whenever I start thinking about it, I always feel robbed of those years when I was on the pill. Mm. I feel. Like... Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I did, but although I still would say that when I was in my early 20s, I would have stayed on it. Yeah. But yeah, I I know what you mean as well. Like I just I just I like, how would have would things have been different? I don't know. Yeah, would have gone in with a little bit more eyes wide open. Yeah, exactly. Would have been nice. Would have been it nice. Would have been just nice. To have that awareness. Would have been nice, guys. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's okay. We know now. We know now. Um, I think that's all I've got about the episode. Yeah, now that we've just had a big rant. <laughs> big bone. It was like oh, a little yeah. 
little wine. A little wine of the week. Yeah. Gosh. Oh, I wouldn't mind a wine, actually. <laughs> An actual wine. An actual uh, wine. Yeah. Okay. Um, yay! Was that we did the end it. of our episode? I think we did it. All right. Well, if you want to get in contact with us, we are on Instagram at basically being better. Um, Gmail. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what else do we have? Uh, Gmail, basically being better at gmail.com. And Twitter, being better pod. Better pod. I can never remember it. Neither. And I still don't. I'm only 98% sure that's it. Well, you know what? That's good enough birth control, so it's good enough. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. All right. Um, I'm excited. We're going to do some catching up about the isolation stuff next week, aren't we? Yeah, it's going to be good. If anyone wants to share with us how they're getting on or any tips. Tips are always welcome. Yeah, hit us up. Hit us up. Because by the time this episode comes out, we're going to be halfway through. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Well. Well, well, well. We'll hear the optimism in our voices. (laughs) We're nearly through. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. Should we say goodbye? Okay. (laughs) Okay. Talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Being better and working it out. Healthy eating, sentence speaking, working it out. Married power, girls in power, working it out. Climbing conscience, cut the nonsense, working it out. Basically being better. Basically being better. Basically being better. Basically being better. I know!